Hey man, do you you know what day it is? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, currently at uh, uh, after I got a couple extra kilometers in last night after the photo shoot when we got back. Uh, I think it's the day that the uh, the green uh, the green uh, uh, I wake up makes my eye swell. Oh. Possibly shut. It won't come off. But we'll see what's up. But uh, uh, well, and there's two or three other things that finally I've been working on for several months finally came together that I. Not me. I mean, we'll be out there calendar, doing. Uh, uh, what? Oh, no, yes, yes. Uh, today's the day after. Uh, it, today's the day after. Uh, uh, international paparazzi. Good thing you said international. International paparazzi tried to uh, uh, murder uh, uh, Harry and uh, Meghan Markle. Um, I guess they were trying to be ironic in some way and be like, "Oh man, look, we accidentally killed this guy. Like we, uh, you know, we're involved in his mom's death in 1997. Whoops, one of those days." But. Uh, well, um, can you put a number on that? Because if I write all that down I, as today, it's a hundred acceptable. Is what it is. It may be acceptable, but it's also excessive amount of writing. The reason I bought a house with the road on it, the road that that's name is only four letters. Okay, that's Just don't, I don't want to uh, write out a bunch of stuff. Oh, well, I don't need to apologize for yawning. I don't need to apologize for anything. Oh, oh, by the way, it's uh, Thursday, uh, May 18th, 2023. Oh, what year? Tw- uh, tw- 2023. Doesn't that sound like the future? It does. You know what I'm saying? Your life I mean, in the it's, future. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's... uh. Isn't it weird to, like, you think about Back to the Future seemed, like, until you get to be a certain age, Back to the Future seems improbable. Um, yeah. I mean, not, not the, not the, not the time travel part. This is, this is, this is the four hours of sleep I had talking. Right. But the, um, because I remember, uh, I mean, it makes sense to me now. That's a lie. It doesn't make sense to me. I guess it would make sense if people had kids and their youngest child, you know, would be 16 or 17. Hold on a second. Well, I'm going to go so, on the, the, uh, the uh, of a certain age. Of a certain age. And that age, okay. is, that age is birth. Birth. Yes, even... Newborn infants know that Back to the Future is absurd. Absurd. Well, I just think that's. Oh, I think that was more the idea. I don't think they would necessarily, from the reason I'm discussing. But I think that uh, it's thirty years going thirty years in the past. 
always sounded like nonsense to me because I just thought the parents were disproportionately older to having kids that age. This is when I was younger and didn't, uh, you know, I mean, I still don't have any kids, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seemed like the timeline in my mind when I was younger never made any sense. Um, but now, of course, uh, it, it it makes more sense, you know, and, and maybe thinking about George and Lorraine as that they were 18 versus thinking of them as uh, being uh, 15 or something. But, you know, so when they're adults in the future, they were they're in their late 40s and not their early to mid 40s. I think right. about that because I saw I saw a calendar recently and so, and and uh, I saw a really fun Back to the Future T-shirt uh, in the last twelve hours, and it reminded me that uh, that thirty years ago I was going in eighth grade. You know, freaks out, freaks out. That's what I do. That's what I do. That's what. I do. That's what uh, I do. So, uh, so your eye is is swollen. Uh, it's puffy. Yeah. It's, uh, and you know, I mean, I haven't done, uh, the kind of extensive, I don't know if you call it extensive, but I mean, obviously compared to obviously that I, that I normally play more serious grounded, uh, uh, types of people or that I haven't, I mean, aside from being that Star Trek thing and a couple other things, I've never done like like a heavy prosthetic or anything like that, or so right. just even being a full on, um, uh, you know, because I'm after Batman or whatever, uh, a full on deal, um, with with clown makeup and all that stuff. It's been it's been forever. I mean, I I think uh, Halloween, you know, God probably longer ago than I realized probably yeah probably 10 longer than 10 years ago was the last time that I did the full the full joker thing and I don't remember it being like that but obviously whatever I came up with yesterday was just really while I was sitting there and just the organic process of uh physicalization of of the, 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 the you know creating the visual the letting it manifest itself, which was difficult when uh, random strangers walk by or or uh, ride around you on a tricycle when you're really trying to start to tap in really dark places. Uh, really not in the mood for, for uh, you know, family story time or whatever, but... Uh, but uh, but that was amazing last night. I'm glad we got to, we got to be out there working on that. And uh, and it's so funny, you know, the discoveries we would make as we go. That I th- it seems like we will have to do another follow up shoot, hopefully later this summer. So that would be exciting. Well, I was thinking while we were talking about it, was you know, this is just the first draft. Why would yes. we look at it any different than any other developing? product yeah that's a that's a brilliant uh observation you probably said that last night and i just was in my zone i was in a particular zone at that point myself 
<laughs> yes. yes. Man, I slept good though. And, uh, that VR boxing is kicking my butt, dude. My arms are about to fall off. Oh, I want to. I want to try that. I've. I've. I couldn't believe how the R, how intense the R was in the VR. Right. It's not just a clever name. Well, it could also be that. But yeah, uh, that's why I say just. Not just a clever name. It is a clever name. Yeah, Much like yeah, the shitty Beatles. It is a clever name. Probably my favorite line out of the Wayne's World movies. That I haven't and, seen it in so long. That and we need to cross our T's and dot our lowercase J's. Because the guy had an eye thing. But uh, yeah, VR stuff. Uh, I think it's a nice compliment to actual regular working out. Brings a certain amount of fun. Uh, it's silly, but you're in the ring and you're looking around at the crowd and you know they're booing you or cheering you on. It uh, it may cause you a little flashback to your wrestling days. Well, it's. I think. Well, I guess it would rather. You know, if you're gonna have flashbacks to it, that's that's that's. As good a reason as any. I liked. Uh, I liked uh, the the tennis thing was great, and it didn't seem as strange as I thought it would playing tennis with a with a huge uh, cap. You mean ping pong? Or table tennis? I guess would be. Would be yeah. Sorry, I thought you were going to say more. I muted myself to blow my nose like a maniac. Um, yes, yeah, it's the magic of uh, the magic of the process. Um, yeah, t- uh, ping pong. I, I, I might have said tennis. I don't know, but uh, but it felt very athletic. So it it was a it was a it was uh, ping pong was really good. It, it definitely needs to improve, but uh, that's only for when you're just playing full speed, it, it can't keep up quite as well. I found myself backing off the table a good four or five feet as uh, the, the difficulty level goes up. But uh, just the sound of the ball hitting the paddle is so accurate. It just feels real. It, it was, it, it did, but I was just amazed that it felt it had the, and again, I understand you know, that that's why I put the emphasis on the virtual reality, was it, it had that, I don't want to, I don't want to use worn out terms here, but like, like it almost had a gravitas, like it almost had a, you know, but just the, 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 the consistency and exactly what you're describing with the uh, the sound of the paddle hitting the ball. I just had that uh, the oomph. I mean, honest to God, if I didn't know that I was, I mean, I, yeah, well, you know, because you're there and you've been doing it for a, a minute. Uh, 
just the 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 intensity of the experience yeah forgive me listeners i let me let me look and see how much i slept last night y'all y'all had a good ride ride back to uh your part of the world uh yeah it was not difficult for us to traverse there were no uh no like rogue groups of people abducting vehicles traveling on the highway um not that there normally is but i'm just pointing that out i'm seeing here that 100 percent of house Republicans voted to block expelling con artist and indicted fraudster, uh, fraudster George Santos, and then cowardly buried the matter in committee to keep him in Congress. They, uh, I'm sure they look at him as a hero. Well, he's the he's the uh, he's literally everything that that Medler used to sing about. You know, the wind beneath their wings. Um. Oh, uh, good enough. I just missed a cue on that. Sorry. <laughs> Four and a half hours. That's what I got. That's what I got. I was so excited. Well, Kevin McCarthy, you know, Allah be praised. Uh, I'm, I, well, also Kevin McCarthy's the epitome of, you know, this, I don't say screwing everything, but moves, but, you know, he was having a, a, well, I guess obviously when you're in that position of power and voters are going to vote for you anyway, you don't care. Because uh, you can just say, oh, that, you know, well, he, they, you can do a, a George Santos and nobody will care. I mean, God, he, he, he'll probably be the next Speaker of the House. Um, he already is, way. according to his website. And I feel like I just walked right right into that one. You you really did walk into that one. Yeah. Um, well, North Carolina has joined the Nazi states of not seeing women get proper health care. Yeah, I'm just, I I can't believe, uh, and I don't know if they're just doing it to be polite or because they think that, I don't know what they think, but uh, at some point, somebody with a brain uh, is going to have to, when they're having debates with female members of the Republican Party in the floor at meetings just have to straight out say, listen, I have a really hard time communicating with someone who's devalued themselves intentionally, devalued their gender and, and you know, that, that you know, in America where we seek, seek to form a more perfect union and work toward to being the highest and best version of ourselves. Uh, if you voted for legislation that said you're a fraction of a person, if you voted for legislation that says you do not have autonomy over your body legally, then you probably shouldn't be allowed to serve in this public office. You probably shouldn't be allowed to serving uh, as as an elected uh, official, uh, rep- you know, or rep- elected representative or whatnot. Uh, so to take the microphone away from those people. If they're going to intentionally work against, you know, the the autonomy, physical and obviously beyond that, uh, intellectual, emotional autonomy over someone's 
uh, being, uh, they shouldn't be allowed to. They shouldn't be allowed to be there. I mean, if you're telling me you're a fraction of a person, well, I prefer to only deal with whole people. You know, I mean, when they say they're a fraction of a person, this, these are the same people who pat themselves on the back. And when they say they're a constitutional originalist, it's because they want some people to only be, they only view some people as being three-fifths of a person and not as whole people. Uh, yes, that does make them a racist for those of you listening at home. Um, but uh, but between that and the uh, and the the drag bill they're trying to push through, uh, women they're really doing everything they can to regulate women. Back to making sandwiches, which I like a good sandwich as much as the next guy. You know, I breathe, I sleep, I wake up, I'm drinking coffee, I'm a regular guy. Um, but uh, it is. I, I, my thing again, the unintended consequences thing, I really do not, I do not, and we know it's exactly what's going to happen, but I do not, and I'll do my best not to say anything that sounds like I'm making fun of them because it would be a tragedy. I do not want to hear any of these people, specifically the female members of the legislature, I mean, men too, but if they claim to care about women's rights or this, or they care about their daughters or their nieces or their sisters or whoever, when the, those people that are family members of theirs are directly affected, they will obviously see, I don't want to say get what's coming to them, but they will see the error of their ways. But generally speaking, and specifically in these, well, not generally speaking well what they'll do is but it's gonna affect their daughters are gonna yeah their daughters are gonna get knocked up yeah they'll they'll go get the abortion and and then never tell anyone well they need to be found out they need to be found out they need to be found out and it won't matter it won't matter to their base that they did it it just won't matter nothing Nothing matters to them but this delusion of uh, they should be exalted life forms because they were born a certain way. I mean, I agree. I would love to find a way to exclude stupid people. But uh, just how do you do it? How do you do it in a democracy? And then if it's well, you can't, I mean. Yeah, and we need to need to be a lot more adamant in our stance, and that's called you know war. And it feels like this country is on the brink of war. Uh, you know, like in the nineties, I worked in this factory, and it was full of what would every last one of them are bound to be Trump supporters. I know a couple that aren't that still are there. Um, And they were talking about race wars back then. And I'm looking around going, for what? But, uh, you know, I've realized that what these people fear is that the way, that they'll be treated the way that they treat other people. And that is the, one of the, the foundations of their existence. Is, is, 
clinging to some kind of superiority. And then a fear of facing the consequences of that mentality. And they're not wrong in that regard. Uh, if there were opportunity, I'm sure there would be a tremendous amount of heinous actions taken against people. But I also call that the market balancing out. Yeah, no, they definitely, well, they, but they have a fictionalized understanding, uh, you know, of history that they learned from Disney and Hollywood and all these things. I mean, for Ron DeS- I mean, the hilarious thing to me about, well, one of the hilarious things, other than Ron DeSantis is obviously a poorly closeted man. Um, well, I mean, man, man's a questionable term, but, um, uh, the fake world he's trying to create that, you know, is emphasizes racism and hatred and bigotry and, and all these things were instilled in the American mindset by a lot of the early 19 or the early Disney films that were, uh, you know, historical joints or whatever, or, you know, in Hollywood. Um, but now people, you know, all the movies he hates now and stuff he hates now are the ones that tell a more accurate version of what happened. Right, right. Yeah. I, man, I mean, early Disney would have been their jam. Um, and I, I'm curious as to the the market research that Disney did to make the decisions that they did. I certainly don't and would never accuse them of being artists, uh, even if a byproduct of their money-making schemes includes art. I still don't call them artists, not anymore. What they've done to... Uh, Incredible storylines and things of that nature just uh, make me sad, but I digress. Uh, at one point, Disney was facilitating all of this MAGA. I mean, that's part of their mantra is when when uh, we were openly racist as a default. They still are, but. I don't know, man. What what else is going on? Uh, we we could go all day on just the abortion ban, which, yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like there was some other news. Uh, well, yeah. Again, the abortion thing. I uh, obviously not having a uterus. Um, the, the 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 free comedy. I mean, obviously, it's not funny to the people that are being. It's not funny to anybody, but obviously, I, you know, using the word comically in an ironic nature for those of you listening at home. Um, that the North Carolina thing is just the epitome of, aside from the fact they got some women who apparently hate other women and themselves are big more than women. Um, under the guise of, you know, pretending to care about uh, uh, human life. Um, spoiler alert, 
people that claim to be pro-life are uh, pro-life birth. They're not actually pro-life because if they were pro-life, they'd be anti-death penalty and they would do everything they could to fund uh, public education and social programs to help uh, uh, people elevate themselves as much as possible. And then if they need an extra boost in a proactive way, help boost them that way to help them become better versions of themselves and become uh, self-sufficient in ways that maybe they had not been raised to be or anything like that. And uh, that's what they would do if they were serious uh, about uh, well, they're uh, not about being pro-life. They're, they're pro-life pro-birth. birth. They're, they're pro-life not, birth. They're not, they're not pro-birth. They're just anti-whatever suits people. Just whatever can hurt people, they're for. Oh, I know, but in this case, they're pe- calling themselves pro-life, but they're just, they just want to force a woman to have a baby. They want the, the birthing, they're pro-life birth. We can replace having a baby with anything that benefits <clears throat> people, and they're going to be anti, anti that. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, whenever, you know, when every horrible assault or horrible thing you can do to other people, you know, you claim is God's will and that you're forgiven for all the stuff, you know, they don't care. They don't care. Uh, they don't care about God. The, you know, abortion's in the Bible. It, I mean, it's there. Now, maybe if I'm reading it wrong, maybe I read it with the words the way, you know, other books have them. Maybe I should hold it upside down when I read it, and then I'll see that abortion is a sin. That might work. I know uh, when when their true Lord and Savior, uh, Donald Trump, went out there. You know, with the uh, the National Guard and was that, you know, asking them to open fire on those. Black Lives Matter protesters, and he went out there, just held the you know held the Bible up, and uh, you know, which of course is doubtful. He's ever opened one on purpose. Uh, All right, I, I I got the 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 subject matter change right here for you. Outstanding. I'm looking at a rodent of some kind, hamster, or mouse, or whatever gerbil, watching. A movie, Ratatouille, wearing a chef's hat. And it's watching the movie on a laptop, sitting on the pillow, chilling, watching a movie, wearing a chef's hat. I don't think I need to repeat it a third time, but it's fun. So I'm going to say it again. I'm watching a rodent, watch a cartoon rodent. That is a chef or becomes one. I haven't seen the movie. And it's wearing a chef's hat. How does that make you feel? It, well, it warms me. It warms me. Yeah. And, I, and a little bit makes me hungry. Not to eat uh, rodent, but... Uh, uh, You know what else nut and play? Speaking of uh Homie. Homie don't play. That is Homie true. Don't oh, Trees man. don't play. I'm watching this video of a car speeding down 
a uh, street, and it just smacks this tree, and the tree kind of just gives a little little shake, like, ooh, that tickled. That car is effed up. It's a effed up 150. Oh, that was fun. Yes. Um. All right. So we've both we've both worked around a lot of uh, labor intensive stuff in our lives at, at various points. Yes. And obviously, I know. I, I'm sure I know the answer to this. But what is what about? I mean, and I like stuff. I like watches. I like. That's pretty much it. Maybe cigars, coffee, you know. I don't, you know, get into the booze anymore. What is the draw? And I guess it maybe just rolls back in and it's not even a serious question to ask. Um, but for the purposes of this conversation, is these dudes, and maybe because I grew up around this, I have a particular disdain for it. Dudes who do not work in the construction industry do not. People that have huge nonsense trucks with for no reason. Or they always try to keep them pristine looking, which I'm not saying be a slob, but I'm saying. If you were actually using a truck for work. It would not be pristine if it was actually performing the job it was intended to do. It would not right, look the right. way it looks. Yes, yes. Well, I, I, you know, yeah. It's part of their culture. People love cars. I've never been that person. They're A to B to me. But, uh, you know, it just makes them happy. It, yeah. I mean, it's their, it's their bag. It's their thing. It's their penis pump. Literally, in, in their literally, case. I was about to say, yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny to me, too. Like, I mean, I've you know, I, I have friends that uh, sometimes when I really hear them start talking, I have to review that process in my brain. But, um, but for, you know, people that I've known for years and years and years, and I'll see them on a quasi regular basis, and they can't understand that. Other people who don't look like them, but those people, their love of different types of vehicles that look different, sound different, is no is not different than their love of trucks, and they cannot. Right. And I and I I don't understand. It's like maybe, loving apple pie and, and then looking at someone eating pecan pie and going. But that's a different kind of pie. That's not apple pie. Man, you're just throwing you're throwing all kinds of shade at me this morning. Man. Well, do you what do you not like uh pecan pie or that's exact I mean that's exactly the kind of that I've I'm sure I've said that before. Um I like I like pecans. I just have never maybe I'll just I maybe I need to try it again. It's been um, forever since I had one. I'm not a big fan either. I mean, the texture, I just, I mean, again, no kidding. I'm not saying Joe Scarborough is still drunk from last night, but he's doing crazy stuff. Oh, I don't yeah, know if he drinks. I'm not a fan of that show. I really am. They cover some 
decent topics and have decent point of views. But to me, they are Stefford Wives level of cringe. It, uh, she'll chime in and just regurgitate what he's saying in, in that tone. So, you know what? They remind me of Jim and Tammy Faye. That's, God, that's I thought you were about to, about to, about to say me and some, some they, they person with questionable morals I used to date. And some questionable morals you used to. I used to associate with, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, um, well, you know, it's so fascinating just to be a dude from Alabama or Florida or wherever he was from. I mean, he was a congressman from Florida. But to randomly end up hosting a show and randomly end up uh, host meeting and hosting a show with uh, Brzezinski's daughter to the point that they both have affairs with each other, both get divorced, and now they're married. That seems like an odd trajectory in life that you really couldn't plan out. Whose daughter? Brzezny Brzezinski. I don't know who that is. He was uh, Jimmy Carter's. Uh, let me. I don't want to tell you the wrong oh. thing. But he's what he's credited it, no with supposedly the facts, being. This is wrong. But what's that? Uh, I was. The joys of uh, not seeing each other. Sorry. Uh, no, you you go. I'm shutting up. Sorry. No. Uh, he was. Uh, basically, he's always credited with being the person who basically had lured the Russians into Afghanistan. Oh. So, um, per Wikipedia, um, if it ever loads, uh, but the the main line, basically the first sentence on Wikipedia is, I uh, was a liberal Democrat and a committed anti-communist favoring social justice while seeing world events in substantially Cold War terms. I'd say also, he didn't mind sending out a wet works team, if needed. Uh, right. And he founded the Trilateral Commission. So he's the subject of lots of conspiracy theories. Uh, but he was the uh, national security advisor for Jimmy Carter. Um, oh, okay, he was a counselor to Lyndon Johnson, national security uh, advisor and uh, for... Sorry, Lyndon Johnson, counselor, Jimmy Carter, NSA chief. Um, the, and he was the person behind the Trilateral Commission. Interesting. Um, per, per Wikipedia, I think there are people who would argue with this, but generally speaking, and his daughter would not uh, not slow down to, to tell you this is correct. Uh, personal views have been described as progressive, international, political, liberal, strong anti-communist, an, advo- uh, as, as an advocate for anti-Soviet containment in favor of human rights organizations and cultivating a strong West. So, um, and his... Uh, Son Ian, who's Mika's brother, obviously, 
is the current United States ambassador to Poland, which obviously their family's from, and previously had been the ambassador to Sweden from 2011 to 2015. But I think, but like, I and I used to really take Mika Brzezinski the wrong, I mean, I would say the wrong way, but she just came off similar to what you're describing to me. Uh, but like, as a person yes, who yes. likes, who likes super intense, career focused you know women who i don't mind if they've had a little work done i'm i'm uh i i, I see the i see the i see the uh the, the appeal so which i definitely didn't early on because if, if you know you can de- people like her you can definitely be put off by their personalities um but definitely i i appreciate her uh more now and the more as I watch the show going on. So much like our show. And uh their show seems unlike our show. Their their show seems so fake and rehearsed with no room for anything other than his vision. It's why if I'm listening to a morning radio show it's going to be our local guys because to me they they skim a topic and then just run with it much like we do um and they can be dumb they're basically dumb people they don't know tech they they say the most generic things possible from a point of uh point of view that isn't informed but you know people have a right to discuss a topic and that's what they do they're not experts on a lot of things but everything they say it seems genuine and there's nothing genuine about that show in my opinion I, and i hate that are we talking about the same show the uh, the 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 uh Joe and uh, Joe, what's his last name? Yeah, Scarborough. Scarborough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just chimes in when it's it's vaudeville in a way. Uh, well, but it's the I, only I, it's the only good morning outlet for for progressive minded people that's not NPR, and people want to see a visual when they when they sit down. Right. And right. Um. Well, I'm I'm. It's not my opinion of you watching it. It's my opinion of the show. Uh, I agree that sometimes it is what to watch. Um, I don't watch broadcast television very often, so I, well, I think I'm watching something. I'm yeah. watching a. Uh, I'll get sound bites. I won't have them on, but I'll go through YouTube and watch all platforms i will man i watch if i'm watching any uh bits a lot of it's fox news just so i can see just how damn crazy the enemy is well i think that was a pro i mean back when i had been a conservative earlier in my life i think that was i was really frustrated when i started watching morning joe because my brain was still wired 
uh, as a conservative. Uh, and so I was like, what are they talking about? Different points of view. Right. That's right. not American, you know. And uh, what, what, why are they not covering that dog show in Astoria? Why are they not talking, you know? And then, and then when they're talking about, you know, deficits and different people's, you know, uh, ways of life and all the different things, it took a minute, but I, you know, again, uh, uh, slow learner, slow learner. But I, NPR, well, that's the problem. I think if we want to get a real vision, I mean, that's what one reason I like to try to watch. I mean, it's better to be there in person if people can make city council meetings or county commissioner meetings or whatnot but you know i mean generally speaking a lot of these things are live streamed you know senate sessions house sessions for the for the state um but then it's people and i think we all you know want to try to get people to be as nutrient dense with information and, and and content as possible but people don't have time to sit down and watch C-SPAN. I mean, I like C-SPAN. I'll turn it on, you know, and watch stuff. But generally speaking, it ain't exciting. Uh, you know, some of the interviews, there's some great classic. I mean, Christopher Hitchens, I, I mean, is, you know, one of my top, you know, they always say if you could have dinner with three or four other people who would be at the table, I'm like, Christopher Hitchens is at the top of my list, you know. Right. Um a good one, uh, indeed. Yeah. Somebody who I'm not friends with now, uh, that uh, I actually saw them a few months ago, and I thought they'd moved away, and they moved back. And I, when I saw them, I thought, well, I should just move away now. I really don't want to live in the same town as this, this, this person ever again the rest of my life. But there they are, and I'm sure they'll hear this, which is fine. And I think my face when I've seen them, I think, has expressed that. Uh, as More far as the news goes, though, we need to go back to uh, oh, what was it? Uh, it's not the the fairness doctrine. It is uh, the equal time rule because that's really when Fox News formed uh, a news program should be forced to for it to if it's going to deliver information that is topical and and certainly can be deemed news all news programs should have point counterpoint we it used to be a law and uh that's back when we could you know we had news anchors we trusted uh, is there somebody you trust? I mean, you know, Don Lemon gets to boot. Uh, Cuomo gets to boot. Is there anyone you trust? Uh, I'm a not that's in not that's in uh, national media. No, um, I mean, I, I, I that's not true. I take that back. I, I'll 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 100 take that back. I. I, I've, I don't, I don't like the word, I don't like the word trust. I don't like the word trust. Um, I, I'm a big, I like, like in real life, you know, like I'm not a big, like I'm fascinated by people who do things. Like I'm fascinated by people's life stories and I'm fascinated by, uh, 
like um, work ethic and achievement and, and different ideas. But I don't, there's some people, I don't like people read me their resume the same, like, if, you know, people, I think you've heard me say this over the last 12 years we've known each other. Don't have 50 words on your business card. Don't have a job tie, all that stuff. So I don't, but I appreciate with, uh, and NPR does an exceptional job of this, which is probably why people on the right hate it. They will show, they will show you data and facts and they'll mm -hmm. show you the sources and if something is disputed or uh, they are, there is an ongoing data gathering process, they'll tell you, excuse me, they'll tell you that. Uh, so, I, I mean, NPR, um, yeah, I'll just say probably NPR. Um, but, I, but, you know, the same thing with like morning shows, whether, not NPR, but, but outside and, and commercial you know, thing like I like, like one reason I like Morning Joe uh, is that they will have on people with diverse backgrounds uh, who actually worked in areas and have backgrounds in the areas of which they are discussing principally that they're the go-to person for economics or, or military or, you know, CIA or domestic policy, uh, international policy, uh, education. Like they'll have people that actually worked in that and, and did that versus like a Fox morning show, uh, I think it definitely is the more of the. I think uh, MSNBC Morning Joe. You're more likely to see people that if you were at um, uh, a baseball game or uh, you might, people you might see at a Nationals game or a Red Sox game or or like if you went to a college basketball game or something like that. Like yeah, that's where you would see those people. Um, whereas but you would also bump into them like if you were out grabbing a coffee or, you know, I guess if we were still out, you know, drinking or whatever. Like we bump, we'd bump into them in real life. Um, like that night we always joke about, about the, the bar that's on the corner there. That, that makes a fine club soda. But that bar on the corner there that was the, that I forgot that we'd been there that time. Obviously, like a lot of things I forgot. But whereas... Fox News, it is more of that Stepford Wives. It's, it is more of that Rupert Murdoch and Roger Ailes. And it's fine to like what you like, but when you abuse it and manipulate it and try to turn your whole business empire into just having cookie cutter people instead of people with real experiences, um, that it was intentionally designed to be like that Stepford Wives thing. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Yeah. Because you, you clearly watch it more than I do. Yeah. Is there ever a time where their roles are reversed and she's leading the charge and he's chiming in with the supportive mm-hmms and that's rights and whatever it is that she does? Dude, I think most days. I think most days. And I think you know, that's I'll, a hook. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a try. I, you know, uh, I don't know when because, well, we're doing the show and I wouldn't be able to listen. For but sure. If anyway. you... 
well, it's on on Spotify. They're, they 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 cut it down. The other thing with Morning Joe is that it's a four hour show. They only record about an hour and a half to two hours of original content, and then like the top of every hour, or at least at the eight o'clock hour, uh, they'll rerun. They'll do they'll do a soft intro, but then they'll rerun the first segment from the east east coast six o'clock because then it's six o'clock in the in the mountain time and or on the whenever it is on the on the west coast um so you might feel like it's repetitive because they're re-airing and cutting together different portions of it um no but that's the joke now that they're married and saturday night live did a funny spoof of this where a lot of their stuff is that they're flirting with each other and she's right Basically, he's, you know, like you and your lovely wife where you'll you'll kind of needle her a little bit and she'll she'll just be like, ah, or whatever. You know, she'll she'll respond in some way, you know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like couples, they, they, they'll do like the cup, the bickering couple, playfully right. flirty thing. Yeah, um, definitely do that. Yeah. Saturday Night Live does a really funny and I'm not trying to talk over you about it. But Saturday Night Live does a really funny this I'm sure is on YouTube somewhere unless, but I think actually, uh, no, I've seen it. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, she's, she's a, I mean, they definitely showcase her. If it looks like he's talking and she's trying to get a word in edgewise, unless it's a thing where he's really teed up and angry, like after January 6th, where he was, you know, using the F word on TV and stuff to describe Donald Trump and, and, and the terrorist uh, engagement Trump was uh, actively worked to facilitate. Usually it's back and forth, but I think also it's, you know, that thing where uh, really high intensity couples that are high achievers, they'll really be super aggressive and finger quotes dump can come off like they're trying to dominate things. But then you also know, especially in that relationship scenario, she, he is the person, they are the person that they voluntarily are vulnerable with and will step aside for. So they have that, that, that ingredient in the, in the dynamic also, which is always fascinating as well. so. So, I uh, I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them another try. And uh, as far as my wife and I go, I often realize that we simply just forget other people are around us. There are times where we're the only two people in the world, so uh, we giggle about that. Well, that's magical. That's a goal. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all check the boxes of so many. I don't even know what they call them, squad goals, couples goals. Like y'all, yeah, I mean, I think y'all have a situation that people would and should if they don't, but just really strive towards in terms of balance and respect. And, you know, I feel like y'all can have conversations that, and I mean, mean, you know, we're around each other a lot, but obviously I'm not there all the time, but I feel like y'all have a, that if people maybe engaged more in the dynamics y'all have, other people might have a better shot at uh, 
substantiate and develop happiness that that, that that they might not currently have. So uh, I think you nailed something there, and uh, it is a level of communication that is just required. So you you don't start drifting and what are they thinking, you know where, where's their motivation, and it, I don't know there there's simply no detectable amount of jealousy in our relationship. Um, though she will say I'm flirting with a server or something whenever I go into radio voice or whatever, but I'm just being polite. I don't know. That's an interesting point. My intent is is not there, not uh, on the surface, but maybe I just have a go-to that I'm oblivious to. And uh, I don't know. I will trust her judgment on that, and I try to amend myself. But there are times where I just simply go, hello, how are you today? And I don't know. But, and that's another key. I, I didn't even mean to bring it up, but, if she says something, I consider it. And then uh, hopefully when I say things, she considers it. But uh, it really is communication. We, I, I know I reached the level, being considerably older than her, I'd reached a point to where if I have to be anything other than, not not brutal truth, but truth, just be like I have never lied to her about anything it wasn't me somehow trying to surprise her or you know do something that makes her happy. I lie to her all the time because I'm tricking her to be to not expect something you know fun and uh And after 12 years, seems like she would pick up on the pattern, but man, I'm a sneaky devil. But yeah, I just, I can't bring myself to look at another human being and think that if I have to deceive them to keep them in my life, they're, they're just not right for me and I'm not right for them. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely a, a. I wish more people would have that have that attitude. I've you know I've been fortunate. I mean, I've you know we've all had relationship things, but I just think there was a there was a girl I went to high school with that I've seen in the last few years, and she's in a very happy relationship now with uh, a dude that I, we'd gone to middle school and high school together. Um. But she, I think, got in, I don't know if she was out of high school when she started dating this guy who became her first husband. But it always just sounded like a, just a, just a fucking hellscape um, of, you know, like she would never, he, he would never be in a, I mean, just crazy stuff. Well, I mean, MAGA, MAGA, tr evangelical Trump stuff, like, you know, he, you know, I mean, cr she could never basically just not have a life not exist as an autonomous person and you know like he wouldn't let her be in a room by herself he wouldn't let her go in the bathroom by herself he wouldn't let her close the door in a room if she was you know what i mean wow i mean just crazy ass and so finally literally 20 years later she got out of it and is living her 
I mean, not, I mean, living her best life in a Broadway, not in any kind of sketchy way. I don't at all mean to communicate that. Um, and they're very happy now and they're super nice folks. Um, but I just, I just can't wrap my brain around that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, y'all, the two of you, I think, again, have a, if more people would kind of behave and have the attitude that, that, that y'all have, I think, I think there'd be much happier, much happier folks and throughout the world. So I look at relationships like there's three entities. There's the two individuals, if you're, you know, unless you're poly, but two individuals and then the relationship. <clears throat> and there the relationship or the marriage is an equal entity. And if you're not doing what it takes to chip into the marriage and chip into the other person, which are truly different things, uh, you're not building anything. You're not replenishing that energy. Man, it is exhausting being married. Anytime two people have to do anything together for a sustained, uh, long-term endurance marathon, and you, you get on each other's nerves. Uh, towards the end of the night last night, you know, I when I get tired, I get dingy, and I'll start singing and being obnoxious, and she's just looking at me like, why won't you just catch fire? You know, and I understand that. I can empathize with her. If it wasn't me doing it, I'd probably be annoyed as well. Yeah, well, it's it's good to be able to look to. And what was uh, God? I feel like that's a lot of the whole thing that Ted Lasso was based around. You know, the character and the show. Oh obviously. yeah, yeah. He, you know, he annoyed the living shit out of that woman. Well, he did, but I think he had some great quotes about was it have the have the memory of an elephant or something. You know, um, and I guess dogs would be a good example too, where they don't remember, I mean, obviously trauma, blah, 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 but generally speaking, or maybe it was a moth. I don't know what it was, but, 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 uh, you know, great memories. So that would probably not be it. Whoever it was, the gist of it was that, uh, you just, you know, don't remember, hold on to anything negative. Just always just maintain the good attitude, you know, and just for, you know, to hold on to the good stuff and to not be, um, Rained in or distracted or holding on to anything negative, you know. So. One last thing about my wife and everything I ever envisioned being with someone and everything that made my other relationships fail was that it came short of what I believe possible. And I think the same with her, you know, because she, uh, I mean, she was 27 years old and you know, just didn't stand for guys not treating her right. Just such strength in that resolve. Uh, but with her, you know, it, it it's what I always thought it to be you know, what I always dreamed it to be, and then saw, you know, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, There's a lot of people on this planet 
there's a lot of people you can hang out with. But uh, it's something different when you find that person with that truly same mentality. Yeah, it, it's real. It's out there. There's somebody for everybody. At least close enough that uh, if you do a little work on yourself, you'll get there. Yeah, that's that's always the thing that kills me is like uh, people that think that, an, I mean, they're waiting to meet somebody before they make themselves a better version of themselves. Right. I think we talked about this too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you gotta, you gotta always do your thing. Like when you're, you, you will meet fellow travelers on the journey. Um, but you gotta actually be out on the journey for that to happen. Indeed. Uh, the, uh, I lost the point. What did, what was it you were just saying about, Uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get off the couch. You gotta make the effort. You gotta be out there doing stuff. It's not going to come to you. Ironically, or, or fortunately, she and I both had decided to stop dating because I was very social. Um, you know, I would go out to dinner with someone with absolutely no intent, knowing that I wasn't attracted to them, knowing that. Uh, it, I was just having dinner with somebody, and uh, but we had, we both just had not had seen other people or seen people. You know, we started dating basically the day we met, <clears throat> but uh, you know, I personally was in the best place I'd been in my whole life, and I was single and I was living alone, and I had my friends and. And that was so calming. And I just don't think I'd have been ready for someone like her if I were still worried about that being a social thing. I I developed my skills. And being a decent person takes work. Our core instincts are to consume and destroy as the universe consumes and destroys. And does it do anything other than that ultimately? So uh yeah, you're you're right. It it takes it takes being able to be alone to be able to be with somebody. Yeah, we did I, talk about that because they're they're great upsides to being single, and, and if you don't have that right person in your life, it's probably the best state to be in. Well, hundred percent, and I and let and obviously we're 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 over showtime, but I definitely want to yeah, yeah. circle back on this in the next couple shows. Uh, just, but uh, but absolutely. Well, listen, have a great day, and uh, everybody listening, and uh, we'll uh, see everybody tomorrow. Indeed, we'll see Indeed. them with our ears. Well. Oh, well, I'll tell you why that is, real quick. Because when people lose one sense, that's when other senses get really, uh, really, really developed. Which is why, and I think you know this, why people with no sense of humor have a greater sense of entitlement. All right, everybody, have uh, have a great day. <laughs> Later. That was Later. great. Thank you.